How'd you decide on caveman media? Uh, honestly, I have no idea. Like, how did it? Because it was garage, garage. It was the garage, cast. garage. Me and Jordan, the garage cast. Yeah, it was just me and Jordan talking nonsense. Guys, welcome to another beautiful episode of the Caveman Media Podcast. Joined, as always, the little brother Connor's here, and Matt, the Park Ranger. It's good to be back. Finally, pleasure back. to have Finally. you again. It's good to be Been back. Been a couple weeks without you, Jordan. He's not here this week. He's out delivering them pizzas, grinding. Uh, Brack's not here. He's probably making chicken wings yep, somewhere. He's working tonight. Um, and we got a special guest for you. Before before we get into it, we want to talk about last week's show. It was great. Um, Having Tanner Cooper on, it was a big, big episode for us. Uh, lots of good feedback. And we appreciate you guys listening to the show as we do each and every week. Um, and this week, we've got a, uh, a new guest. Uh, future pro golfer. He's a Dub C alumni. He is. He's a former teammate of mine uh, back in my high school golf days. And he's a current Top Golf employee. How about that? Uh, my man, Michael Merker. Yeah. How you doing, man? Welcome. Good, good. Glad to be here. Glad to have you. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, of course. Um, so you, you play a lot of golf, obviously. Um, some, some people say too much, (laughs) (laughs) no such thing, but back in high school, I want to talk about back in high school, you played baseball too. Yep. You were super good at baseball. Sure. Well, I feel like you were, um, you had a lot of, uh, G walk stats back in high school. I did. Um, why'd you pick golf over baseball? Uh, to be honest, I just got tired of baseball and my, I was, you know, pitching, um, I was, uh, my arm was starting to hurt, and it, it was just t- wearing on my body. So that was I, your main position was uh, pitching. Pitching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Substitute by a little first base, <laughs> get yeah. my arm a break. Could that, you hit the ball? Could I hit it? Yeah. Depends on who you ask. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember you were you were all G walk back in uh, the high school days. Yeah, it was uh, my my senior year was my biggest year. Um, I was first team all area, but second team. All G walk, yeah. Which I don't really know how that makes sense, but yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. But whatever. Yeah. But I knew I knew you were good at baseball. I know you played a lot of baseball, so I was just curious why you picked golf over baseball. Yep. Um. But so you did pick golf over baseball, obviously, and went on to play college at Mount St. Joe's. Mm -hmm. What was that like playing college golf? Oh, some of the best years. Really? Yeah, yeah. uh, Going in, I we had. I think six guys in my, in my in my class, and for a golf team that's quite a lot. I mean, D three though, so we don't have any scholarships or anything, so you can basically just have as many guys on your roster as as you want. And then it's a little more expensive though for um, for like practicing, qualifying, and everything. But I mean, some of the best guys I've ever met. Um, yeah. You guys went overseas. You played in uh, where'd you go? Ireland. Ireland. Or yeah. Like yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, that was actually. So it was actually after I walked for graduation, but I didn't technically have my diploma and, uh, until after that trip because that trip was a class too. Did you play a tournament or you guys just took a trip to play some golf in Ireland? We played a tournament. Okay. So it was, it was kind of a tournament, kind of not. Uh, it's, a, it's an NCAA rule that if you take a trip as a team, you have to play a competition over there. Okay. So we played for it by the school and everything? No, no, no. Uh. <laughs> we, no we, unfortunately, we had to pay that. <laughs> Um, but we, there was a, so Faith Lake Golf Club is like, it's just like a country club over there. And, uh, we had to, 
or they they had a a a club team basically. It was like ages eighteen to like twelve. Okay. And so we were, you know, we're these twenty-one to eighteen-year-olds playing these all all-age team, and there's some studs. Really? Oh yeah, they're good. What was the what was the biggest difference in playing that that course or that style of golf overseas versus playing here in the United States? So actually, we played four times when we were over there. And the only one that was different was um, was La Hinge Golf Club, and that was actually like True Links Golf. And I've you've never played True Links Golf until you go overseas. Like, yeah, there's some courses over over here in the states where it's it's uh, um, it's Links style, but it's not True Links. I've never in the United States hit a three wood 180 yards, which I usually hit my three wood. 275 yards just for reference and so this wind over there oh yeah and the and the the wind was just so strong in my face that i i was hitting it and it was just like going up (laughs) and then i mean i i was 220 out and i was like oh it's three wood because you know it's a 30 mile an hour wind to the face i didn't come close i still had like 40 yards (laughs) best golf story oh gosh and like college or just anything in general. College, yeah, do college. college. Uh, I, don't, I don't. More, it was more experience. Like, I guess story you could say, playing in my. So I had four wins in college, and my. Um, okay, so there's two because there's one that's more like experience <laughs> on the van, and then there's one that's like, like playing. So. Um, my my third win in college, and we were playing at um, Kenyon was there, so it was DePaul's tournament. It was probably my best win in college too. So I, I shot seventy seventy one, and one one of the other guys from Kenyon. Kenyon is a really good school there up in Northern Ohio, and um, I shot so I shot seventy seventy one, and I had to birdie my last hole to win, and I did. Hell yeah! <laughs> I hit yeah. a pitching wedge from like one thirty. And hit it to like three feet and made the putt for birdie and came in. On 18. So, yeah. It was you my knew, 18th hole. But you yeah. knew going into the last hole that you needed to no, birdie? No, I didn't know at you the time, know. no. No, but luckily I birdied it. Otherwise, I'd have to, I would have had to go into the playoff. playoff. Yeah. Okay. But, so I've, I've still never been into, never been in a playoff for a win or anything. Okay. So if you would have known that you needed to birdie that hole, you think you still would have birdied it? Uh, I don't know. I'd like to think so. I'd like to think so, yeah. So what what are the biggest differences between, like, high school golf and playing college golf? Are there Competition. Any? I mean, competition is yeah. so much tougher. Yeah. Um, And even from, like, D3 to D1. Like, like playing some summer tournaments, like, there's D1 guys in them. There's some junior guys that played in, like, the U.S. Junior Am. Um, And, like, but competition. Like, in D3, you've got guys that shoot anywhere from – high 80s to even high 60s and then in like division one they're like low 60s to low 70s yeah and then high school you're looking at anything from 120 (laughs) to that's me like (laughs) par (laughs) yeah so obviously golf is an is mainly an individual game and in in high school we played a lot of matches as a team Mm -hmm. um in college, did you play matches as a team, or was everything pretty much just all tournaments, all tournaments, really? individual and as a team? Obviously, yeah, yeah. Uh, the only so 
we in high school we took six, right? Six guys, yeah. six scores. Yeah, okay, six. so and you took the top four. Yep. Well, in college you do five. You have five guys. You take five guys and and you throw out one. So okay. Huh. Uh, you combine the still combine the four. So it's still okay. kind of similar. Yeah. So right now I know you're still playing in some. You're playing some amateur tournaments. Mm-hmm. You just played Moraine Country Club a couple weeks ago. Yep. Um, where are you at right now, status wise, in golf? What's what's the goal? Where are we right now? What's the end goal? So I'm still an amateur, amateur currently, um, playing in you know obviously some amateur tournaments. Like I played the Ohio Am uh, at Marine Country Club. Played the U.S. Open qualifiers, which you could be proud to play in that too. But that doesn't. Really Did you matter, have to but... qualify for those tournaments, or no. anybody can sign up? No. So Ohio Am, yes, but there's Ohio Am qualifiers, and then that gets you into the Ohio Am. Um, but the U.S. Open qualifier, you just you sign up. Uh, played that at Makatewa Country Club. Then uh, the Cincinnati Met, I played in that one, which is pretty tough. I mean, it's around a 16 in that one, um, which is pretty far because it's like uh, they typically want to have like 250 golfers in, uh, in that tournament, and its first two rounds are stroke play. And then they take the top 64, I think, and uh, 63 plus the winner of the previous year. Um, and so then it's match play, and you have to just continue to win your matches until you, get, you know, get out, but uh, or win. But um, the goal is in the next, hopefully, the next couple of years, um, if everything goes as planned, if I have enough money, that kind of thing, because money's a big part of golf. Um, that that would be to turn pro and maybe you know try and do like uh, web.com. Well, sorry, Corn Ferry Tour. They changed it? They did, yeah. Wow. It's, people called the KFC Tour. <laughs> really? Yeah, but it's Corn Ferry Tour, um, which is, for the viewers, a step below PGA Tour. Um, and then, Or maybe the PGA Tour Canada or okay. the Latin American Tour. So qual- try and qualify for one of those or maybe even Monday qualify for a tournament. Okay. Um, so I know last we talked, you talked about moving to Florida to play golf. Is that still in the books? Because I, I don't know what the ben- what's the benefit of moving to Florida Weather. For golf, the weather, weather. just year yeah. round, you can play year round. Yeah. More practice, yeah. more tournaments, that kind of thing. Yeah, and and there's some some small tours down down in Florida, like the Moonlight Tour, uh, okay. which are they're like I think they're like sixty to eighty dollar entry fees. They're like one or two day tournaments, and that you actually win money. Okay, which <laughs> can then pay for bigger tournaments or exactly that kind That's of thing. Nice. And it kind of gets your your name out there. Okay, but. so you pay to enter these tournaments. Mm-hmm. And how much do they usually cost, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, no. Uh, you talking about amateur tournaments? Or? Like yeah. you said, the the Ohio Pro-Am, the U.S. Open Pro okay, Qualifier. Yeah. So I think the U.S. Open Qualifier was 200 okay. or 180, something like that. Uh, the Ohio Am was – so the Ohio Am, you only, pl- you only pay for the, the qualifier, which is 18 holes. And then if you qualify, you, you it's basically included in the the – money that's fronted okay from like people who didn't qualify or whatever gotcha um but so i think the the highway was 200 also um the u.s or yeah the u.s open qualifier you paid to get into the u.s open qualifier what place did you have to finish to actually qualify for the u.s open uh they take so they take three spots and two alternates and that goes to the sectional qualifier uh and the sectional qualifier for our area is springfield country club and i think ohio is one of the toughest to get out in 
um, because you've got a lot of guys that come down from your field who are not qualified, who are on the PGA Tour or they're on the Corn Ferry Tour and they come down from your field from playing in the Memorial. And so they're qualifying at Springfield as well because they get an automatic bid into the sectional. Um, but then they at the sectional, they take like, I think, two, two guys. Okay. And so that's from all regional or all the, the local qualifiers, and then it goes to the sectional, and then the sectional, they take two guys. Okay. So you, you've been playing these tournaments. You've been texting me, trying to get me to caddy for it. <laughs> it hasn't yeah. worked out schedule-wise, but yeah. definitely let me know. I, I, yeah. want, I want to make that happen. For sure. We'll That'd be um, awesome. That would be sweet, yeah. dude. That would be sweet. Well, mic up action? Long, yeah, yeah. That's, hey, that's a long, <laughs> sure. long-term goal for me. Mike will make it me be his caddy. So. <laughs> a lot of people to say that. <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's my personal goal. Um, but what, uh, outside of golf, you, you work at Top Golf. Obviously, yep. that includes golf. What's it like working there? Uh, it, it has its fun days and has its bad days. Yeah. Um, so I help teach kids uh, a lot in the summertime. And then we have – so we have academies for every season, and I help teach those. And then other, other than that, I'm doing uh, guest services. So just when you walk in the door and it's like the first people you see, they sign you into okay. – onto the wait list or into a bay. Um, I've done some marketing as well, um, but that was a lot of just walking around the venue. It was mostly uh, venue marketing to the people, the guests that are already there. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. The, the atmosphere, the people there are great. Um, I don't know. It's just got its, its, its pros and it's got its cons. Yeah. You know? I've been there yeah. a few times. We went there uh, for Father's Day. It was absolutely packed. We, yeah, waited, we waited like oh, two yeah. hours. Two hours for a bay. Yeah, it was that's insane. the busiest time. Insane. Yeah. That's the, I think that is the single busiest day of the year for Father's yeah, Day. Because yeah. awesome. they, do, they do reservations differently. Yeah, it was rough. Than, than normal. <laughs> we waited forever in the <laughs> yeah. rain. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's it's a good place. It's, it's, a, good, it's a good place to go it's have some time. fun, hit some golf balls, have some drinks. Do you Food's fun? good. I feel like food the food is, is underrated. The food is really Nobody good. talks oh. about the food. Yeah, that's probably the best good. part. Yeah. Um, but, but since Michael's a golfer, and Connor and I played some golf back in the day, Matt, I don't know what you, I don't know what you want to call your golf game. But you played golf once. Right? I played. It exists. I, I've played. Um, we're going to do <laughs> some <laughs> golf trivia. So we're going to do some golf trivia. Michael can't play. Um, we're going to get his answer, though. We're still going to ask him the questions. But before we ask him, I'm gonna, it's, it's trivia between Connor and Matt. Um, question number one. All right. Let's go. Ready? Let's go. All right. So what is the maximum number of clubs you can carry in your golf bag for a tournament? <laughs> See, I know this because some kid tried to tell me I had too many. And I literally pulled out my rule book and everything. It's like, <laughs> I'm going to go 16. I'm going to go. <laughs> okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change my You go ahead and answer. I'm going to go 11. So Connor says 11. Matt, I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go 13. Matt goes 13. I think it is 13. No, Michael, it's 12, isn't it? Michael, what's the answer? You guys are so close. You're right around. It's 14. It's 14. <laughs> the wow. maximum number of clubs you can carry in your bag 14? is 14. 14. Didn't I say 14? No, you no, said you said 16. No, I yeah, thought 16. I said 14. Um, all right, question number two. You guys have zero points. Um, who has the record for the most wins at the Masters? Tiger Woods. Arnold Palmer. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't. Michael. I think that was Jack, right? It's Jack. Yeah, Jack, Jack Nichols. Yep. That was close. T- Tiger's second. That's, that's yeah. not yeah. a bad yeah. guess. Yeah. Not a bad guess was at all. Was that close? Um, he had the little mishap. You're, you're 0 for 2. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, question number three. So you're out on the course. Yep. You're up to the green. 
Yep. So you're foursome. You're walking up to the green. Um, you're all on the green. How do you decide who puts first? Ooh, whoever's the furthest from the pin. I give it to you. Hole. I give, I give you hole. both a point. You guys right. both said at the same time. You both said at the same time. Very confident too. Um, all right. Question. Don't walk in the damn line. Yeah, don't so step in the line. <laughs> I can really make someone mad. <laughs> Matt, Matt. This, this one's just for Matt. Matt, true or false? You can drive your cart onto the green. Uh, that is true. I mean, that, false. <laughs> do not it, do that. It's frowned upon, but... I mean, technically, you could physically do it, but you should definitely not. Yeah, unless, don't do it. Unless, your unless you're Donald Trump. I did that okay, at the yeah. par three. If you're the president, you probably can. He did. He did it on his own course down in Florida. Really? Oh, yeah. If you're he the president and you own the course. He just drives up on the green, picks up his, his partner, and then drives That's right hilarious. <laughs> All right, so question number four. What does it mean to complete a grand slam in golf? That's a you stomper. hit one under par each. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me. Let me. Impressive. All right, here's my guess. It's so on that's a, a no. It's kind of a very specific guess, but I'm gonna go with it. It's where you get a uh, you're on a par five, and you hit your driver, and then you hit another club, and then you make the putt. <laughs> I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go with no on that one too. <laughs> Michael, what does it mean to complete a grand slam? You guys are so golf? close on that one too, but no, it's not the guy on the PGA tour wins all four majors. Oh, yes. well, I don't think we're yeah. close at all. So you win the Masters, yeah. you win the PGA, you win the Open, and you win the US Open. Has that ever happened? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Has? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Tiger? Tiger Tiger did it. Jack one year. Arnold Palmer? Damn. Uh, oh, I don't know. Makes a hell of a drink. I know. <laughs> I know. Kepka's close. I, know, I think he had. I think I Arnold Palmer did. Rory's I didn't know he was close. A golfer. Yeah, Arnie did. Arnold Palmer. Yeah, he's like thought it was probably just like tea, third or fourth best ever. <laughs> Michael. That's. I mean, that's arguable with of course technology yeah. and the guys yeah. nowadays. Course, but yeah, of course. Um, all right, this is the last question. I still think we're tied at at one. Um, so this this is going to be a tiebreaker question because it's kind of three questions in one. Okay. All right. So <laughs> on the go. course. Um, I'll take it one by one here. What color is a water hazard? Oh, it's red. No, 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 no. It's final answer. Blue, blue. Final answer. I'm going to go blue. White. It's white. It's white. <laughs> You're both wrong. Michael, what color is a water hazard? Red. It's yellow. Wait. What color? It depends on depends on the course and who marks it, but yeah, it's either red or yellow. You're right. I got yellow. Um, I said it. So that leads to my next question then. Okay. What's a lateral? Lateral. Oh, it's where you do one We're, club length out, and you can't and go forward. And what color is that hazard? Red. White. Red. Fuck. Red. <laughs> you're oh. guessing. It's no, red. I knew that. <laughs> that was the, right, I think whatever. you're just second-guessing right. yourself. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know who where we are with points here, but last question. What color is out of bounds? White. White. Connor, <laughs> I mean, you were bound to get That's one. Wrong. You, got, you got to get one, right? I think we tied. I don't know. No, you guys can figure out who won. I got the first one. You got the second one. I got the third one. Or nobody Replay got the, the tape. You guys figured out. I'm not crowning a winner <laughs> because that was miserable. What do you say, me? All right. Fine. Oh, we'll say me, too. It's funny, nonetheless. All right. We haven't done this in a while, but we used to each and every week. We're going to bring it to the table. Um, this week, I'm going to lead it off here. This is something that has been very weird, um, but interesting to follow. Antonio Brown was traded to the Oakland Raiders, and training camp started about uh, 12 days ago. He's practiced a little bit, but of late, he has not practiced. At all. Connor, do you know why he has not practiced? Do you know why, Michael? No idea. 
Matt, do you know why? I do. I forget what it's called, but he was doing that cold treatment and hurt his feet. <laughs> if you haven't seen the picture, you can see it on Barstool ESPN. The bottom of his feet has extreme frostbite. frostbite. They're literally peeling yellow skin. It's, it's gross. It's gross if yeah, you haven't I'm seen the picture. I don't recommend looking <laughs> at the picture because it's this? gross. So he's overseas in France doing some kind of cryptic rehab for the body. I don't know. He's doing a cryotherapy? That sounds right. Yeah, they stand <laughs> that, that, that right. booth, don't cryptic. they? That, that, that like sounds better. Dead. <laughs> Say it again, Michael. Like cryotherapy? It? Sounds right. Yep. Cryptic is so like a So he was puzzle. doing that over in France, <laughs> and he didn't dress appropriately when he went into this... Cryotherapy? Chamber. Chamber. Yeah. Chamber. And oh, yeah, he didn't wear the correct socks or shoes or whatever, and his feet got extreme frostbite. It sounds like it's his own fault. It looks disgusting. And he literally cannot practice, and they don't know when he's going to be able to play. Yeah. Yeah, they, <laughs> they look terrible. It's pretty important to have good feet when, you, when you're a wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah. Did you guys see the video of he's at training camp, and his kids are there. And his kid asked him, hey, Daddy, where's Roethlisberger? <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, his, his son said, we play for Derek Carter now? He said, yeah, we play for Derek Carter? Derek Carter is the quarterback? He said, no, Derek Carr is my quarterback now. His kids, are they just want to know where Roethlisberger's at. It's hilarious. But, yeah, Antonio Brown's a mess. He is a mess. Yeah, he's something else. So is he going to be out for... They don't know. They literally don't know how long he's going to be out. So in the, in that video of his kids asking, he was walking around, you could obviously see he was limping. Yeah, you can see that it, like he's walking on... like It looks like he, it probably hurts to walk. That sucks. Yeah. That's I can insane. imagine. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, I'll go next. Uh, so I saw this story on Reddit today. Um, this guy wanted to protest unsafe working conditions, and he is a like delivery driver. And his van that or his truck that he drives uh, doesn't have any AC, so it gets very hot. So to protest, he put a steak in a plastic bag, set it on the dashboard um, at the beginning of his shift, and then by five o'clock or whenever he got off, uh, he cut the steak open and it was cooked about a uh, medium rare medium. So uh, yeah, he was basically. In a van that cooks steak. <laughs> hey, just from how dinner hot it was gets. ready though. Yeah, it was ready. that's how I take my steak. Dinner was ready. Dinner, but uh, probably a little that's, dehydrated. That's probably not legal. <laughs> yeah, probably Doesn't not sound safe. in the uh, worker labor laws. <laughs> yeah. Was it just in a bag? He, yeah, it? he put it in a plastic bag and then set it on the deck. There was some there was no in like there? foil or anything in it with it. Not in the pictures. I'd like well, to know if he ate crazy. it or not. It, honestly, it oh, could have been it. a completely different steak. <laughs> it could have been. It could have been. I'd have given it to my boss. As like a yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, I cooked this for you. I cooked, I, cooked, I cooked dinner for you. All day. All yeah. day. All day. All day. Not, all day. Not only did, I, did I work for the company today, I cooked you dinner while I was at work today. Yeah, so you could say I slaved over this. I, I seasoned it with my, uh, my tears and sweat. Yeah, <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, that's Probably not ideal work environments, but hey, dinner's ready. <laughs> what do you got, Matt? So I'm going to talk about over the last, I will go week, I've come home every day from my fiance, Brooke, having a package at the door. Package. I'm going to assume Amazon. Amazon. Everything from Amazon to makeup. We even had a lady hand deliver a package while I was home. <laughs> like I haven't done that in What years. is it with women and, and just shopping online? See, my girlfriend hates shopping online. 
She can't stand it. Because, oh, like, she orders a lot of clothes, and she doesn't know if they fit. But I remember being at the pool with Cody on Amazon Prime Day. Yep. And Taylor was just everything. She wouldn't put her phone out. We're swimming, shooting some hoops in the pool. Yeah. And she's like, hey, look at this. Hey, look at this. Ordered this. I got this. I'm like... What did your doorstep look like a few days later? Dude, every day, two or three packages. Every day. <laughs> They're shoved hanging out of the mailbox. <laughs> They're sitting in front of the door. They're inside the screen door. Like, just every day. Yeah. it's. You know what I blame? The what? kids. The yeah. kids stay at home with the kids, and they just sit on their phones and order. Take care of the kids, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> But they got a lot of free time, and they're just ordering, ordering, ordering. Hey, I order a lot from Amazon. I'm. I'm hey, I don't hate on them. Amazon. The, I order. I place I an order maybe once a while. I order stuff I need though. They probably order like a bunch of just. Oh, it was a great deal. I had to buy it. I had to uh, get that's it. Exactly what she said. We got. It was on sale. We got six yep. Alexa Echoes. <laughs> we got three Fire Sticks. We got four. Fire tablets, whatever they're called. My girlfriend will go to the store and like buy stuff she doesn't even like because it's on sale. It, it's it's a steal. You gotta get it. Now I don't get me wrong. I get like that too. Sometimes I'll see something like it's, we gotta have it. It's three dollars. We gotta get it. But yeah, it, the the packages are rolling. <laughs> well, in. I did I did benefit from a little of it. I got those headphones from you guys. Oh yeah, yeah. That was yeah. She did. Yeah. Order so thank six, thank you to Taylor. Six pairs of Bluetooth <laughs> headphones that we got. Handing those Didn't out you guys for Christmas. Buy, like, oh, those are the knockoff AirPods. <laughs> <laughs> they sound good. Man. I gave them to Matt. <laughs> Do those work? Do they work? They, they I don't know what AirPods well. sound like, but they sound pretty good. They, I don't they know. AirPods per, are pretty per, good quality. Yeah. Yeah. AirPods. You, got a, you, got a yeah. Yeah, AirPods. you have AirPods? Yeah. Oh, I use them every day. Yeah. Best yeah. purchase I've ever made. It's, worth they're great. Definitely worth it. All right. So <laughs> it's Matt's time to shine. We haven't done it in a couple weeks. It's time for Ranger time. All right, so I got a good story for you guys this week. This happened a few weeks ago. It was about 1.30 in the morning. I was sitting there watching, I believe, American Dad. And <laughs> the city of Mount Healthy in Cincinnati put out an officer needs assistance run. They had a large crowd, several people fighting. So I go and ride. I was only about four minutes away. <clears throat> I arrive on scene. And it's chaos. I pull up. There's a car upside down. <laughs> what? There's a North College Hill officer that has a woman in handcuffs. I ask him, like, hey, where am I needed? What's going on? He goes, I have no clue. I just showed up. I put this girl in custody. Uh, they're over there somewhere. So I go down. Everyone's fighting. Long story short, this lady left the bar and decided to play human ping pong with her car. <laughs> she pulled out of the bar and hit every car she possibly could oh before God. flipping it. I think there was a total of flip it? nine or ten cars. I, I think she ended up hitting the curb and just tipping it. Nice. What kind of car was it? It was a Nissan. I want to say the low model Sentra or something like that. But it was upside down. Several cars beat up. So Mount Healthy finally gets her into custody, and they decide they're going to do the OVI test on her. While she's doing her OVI test, she's doing something we call the walk and turn. You take nine steps to the front and nine steps back. While she's doing her nine steps, she turns it into like a model and catwalk. <laughs> she's swinging her hips out, butt all out, and then she gets down to the end and she bends all the way down and twerks for us. Wow. And says, if you boys give me a pole, I'll really show you a show. She's trying to get out of that. <laughs> yeah. So after the edge, she walked back and Matt Healthy put her in handcuffs and she couldn't believe that she failed. Yeah. Well, what do you mean I failed? <laughs> 
<laughs> the sergeant for Cole Rain was on the ground laughing. Oh man, I wish I would have had it on video because we would definitely oh, play it. Right it was the you funniest. Didn't have the body cam on? I did not have the body oh, cam come on. Come on! But it was one of the funniest things I've seen in a while. That's hilarious. It was, it was a good. Why didn't you let it go? I mean, I, to me, she passed. Yeah, sounds, <laughs> like it. sounds like I would say, man, have a good day. We'll flip your car over extra. and uh, send you on your way. Yeah. <laughs> you make her say the alphabet backwards? Either? No, no, no. <laughs> do you guys make people do that? Uh, you can use it if you want, but it's not something that's municipal in court. I, I literally, court. I could not do it sober. Like I, yeah, I can't do it right I now. Z X W, I'm done. It would I take me like 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I I couldn't even try to do it. Like I've, if, n- I've never had a sip of alcohol in my life, and I can't do that. Yeah. Exactly. One of the one of the good things. Shout is, out to you for that, Michael. Yeah. Nice. Is asking somebody what time it is. Asking what time it is. Yeah. If you're intoxicated, you have no clue what time it is. They're always two to three hours off. It'll be three in the morning. They'll be like, yeah, it's about midnight. What if they check their that time, much? like, real quick? Yeah, you ask them that, I'm looking. Hey, what, you get them out of the car. Hey, do oh, you know what time so it you've is? you've already taken them out of the car at this point. Uh, it's about midnight. Yeah, it's three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're three in the same much. thing. Oh, yeah, they're way off. They that's don't. Awesome. They have no concept of time. And then, and then there's three standard tests you run through, and that's how you kind of consider. What are they? Whether they make Besides the arrest. The walking so you have a, a eye test where you check their eyes. Um the yeah. eyes tell a lot. Yeah. While you're doing it, the eye will be bouncing. If you're not intoxicated, it's just a smooth back and forth. The second is a walk and turn, which we talked about. And then the third is kind of a one leg stand. Just see if you can stand on one leg. I don't oh, know okay. if I could pass that sober. No, I could do I that. I have trouble passing that one too sober. <laughs> I could do It'll that. It'll take me a minute. But yeah. <laughs> and then after that, you have, the op- you have the option to refuse that. But then after that, you have the option to you, you take a breath test. You can refuse it. But... It's going to be, if you refuse, it's going to be the same as, so I as if you if, failed. If I, if I refuse, um, I'm going to jail no matter what. Yeah, you're going to go to jail based on the officer's observations. And refusing your license is automatically suspended. So yeah. what's the what's the legal driving limit for alcohol? Uh, 0.008. So Which if is I'm about at, how much? So, yeah. Is that like one beer? It or changes it... per person. Um, a for larger your... guy like me, I'd probably drink two and a half before I would blow over the legal limit. Really? A smaller guy, I mean, you can have as little as one. So if I blow at point zero zero five, you just let me go. Yeah, you're under the limit. Nice. Now, I if, mean, not nice, but yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be a, a for a man your size. It's gonna be about maybe a beer. Okay, or a little half a beer. I appreciate the tip. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> Is that an insult though? <laughs> it might be. Yeah. It might he said, be. He's a little guy like about three beers later. That could be like a double-edged sword. So, so, so my tolerance doesn't. Uh, doesn't benefit in any you just, way. You have a lot less for the alcohol to soak up. I get it. So have you ever pulled over somebody and like as soon as you got out there, they were like, yep, officer, I'm hammered right now. <laughs> you caught uh, me. I have not. <laughs> but I've walked up to people just like, they look at you and you can just tell. They're like, oh, shit. shit. <laughs> I had one just the other day. I mean, just couldn't even keep her eyes open. Doing 56 and a 25. Cars three months expired. Come on. She's suspended. Wow. And she didn't understand anything. She was just like, uh, took forever to stop, lit her up, and she was just slowly going. And she stops her on a little park road, not very busy, and she turns on to Winton Road, which is a lot busier of a road. And she's like, oh, I was just slow to stop to put you in a safe spot. <laughs> oh, my Man, we're, in a, we're on a busy street now. <laughs> oh, sorry. This is reckless. Nice. Yeah. That's insane. So she went to jail. <laughs> we'll end it there. Right. <laughs> and that was Ranger Time. 
So last weekend, uh, on Sunday, I went to the Land of Illusion, which it's like a Halloween place in the fall. Yeah. And in the summer, they have this like uh, man-made little pond, and they just have like a bunch of blow-up stuff. It's like uh, if you used to have go you to heard pump of this, it up. Michael? Yes. Yeah. If you, used, you ever been to pump it up, like the yeah yeah, the yeah, blow, yeah. it's like that, but in the middle of a pond. Which it sounds sweet. It's pretty awesome. They have like a bunch of slides and all this, like obstacle courses. And it's pretty cool, but the amount of children who are there just like running wild is insane. It's wild, dude. Like you have to wait in line. You swim out there, wait in line to get in. And even once you get in, there's just so many people. It's crazy. You have to swim out to it? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you have to swim to it. It's not super far, but... You swim to it because it's like not too close to the edge. It's like it's pretty. It's not too deep. It's about but ten deep feet. enough. Yeah. And then they have um, like this giant blow up slide, and I didn't get to do that because they uh, shut it down. But it looked pretty awesome. Yeah, I went then, on the next day after you guys, and I got to do the slide. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I took my GoPro it on looks it. Like so a video lot of to fun. come. I had never heard of it till I think maybe last summer. That was the first um, summer it was around. Oh, was it? Yeah, his okay. first year was last year. Well, that makes sense. Um, but everybody's like, Land of Illusion. I'm like, they're probably not open right now. <laughs> it's a swimming place. <laughs> probably so, not open. That's kind of like how my reaction It looks was a lot of fun. They, they need to come up with a different name, I think. But Yeah. Well, but, I mean, it's it's Land of Illusion. They have like different Land of stuff. Illusion Aqua Park. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. So they do have a name. And that's cool. To my surprise, they sell alcohol, which I feel like is just a not a good idea. That is a surprise. Not a good idea. Unless, like, it's for the parents who are just going to be sitting oh, there. Oh, it was a great idea. But. <laughs> hey, Matt can have two and a half beers before he, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, if I don't yeah. drive, I can have beer. <laughs> I just would hate to get hammered and be out there with all those kids because I would just be, like, a lot of kids. shoving them into the oh, water. Oh, man, those kids do not care. Oh, my God. Is it packed dude. with kids? Yeah, it's insane. They uh-huh. were literally trampling over my girlfriend. Like, she would try to get up, and they would just push her back down. <laughs> so I, had, I had, like, an eight-year-old push me off the, the floaties. Dude, Jordan was just running around, like, shoving little kids. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, they had, like, at the end of the obstacle course, this little thing you can climb up and do flips off of. Mm-hmm. And I went off it the first time. I was like, all right, I'm going to do a flip. I'm going to do a flip. But it was too, like, slippery. So I was like, nah, I just jumped off. I got up there again. I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. So I did a front flip. But I rotated way too fast and, like, smacked my face on the water and couldn't breathe because I had so much water in oh, my nose. Geez. So I did it again. This time I rotated too slow, landed on my butt. I was done after that one. <laughs> yeah, we went, and they also have one of those blow-up, like, pillow balloon the things. Block. So you sit on the end, and the, the heavier person jumps on the other end and makes him fly. Mm-hmm. Well, my fiance's oh, little this sister. Video. Yeah. I got, do you still do you have this I video do saved? Have it. We have to post this on our Instagram. We'll tweet it out. We, it was we get up there. Have you seen it? Yeah. Oh, man. I, I, I'm like, this is going to be... I'm going to make her fly. This is going to be good. <laughs> dude, that's, what, that's my anticipation. I was like, oh, dude, she's about to go. Oh, she was about to fly. So I get up there and jump. I miss. <laughs> I watched it straight on my eyes. I watched it as many times as I could. So the first time I watch it, I'm trying to figure out who is sitting on the end of the float. And then I'm like, oh, that's Brooke. Next no, thing, Shelby. Shelby. Oh, Shelby, sorry. And then next thing I know, here comes Matt flying <laughs> straight into the water. And then Shelby like looks uh, over like, oh, he missed. <laughs> and then I, oh, I, I heard re- so bad. I rewatch it. And I'm like, you can see Matt standing at the top of the float. And just jumping like towards the camera, 
into the water and just totally misses. It's Dude, hilarious. There was these two girls on it when uh, we were there. We were like swimming around to go to the slide. And this girl is like on her way, like maneuvering her way to the end. And her friend's standing there waiting. And I guess she thought that the worker said like go ahead and jump she jumps like full on it's like she leg dropped her friend <laughs> literally like landed right on top of her <laughs> the guy working just looked at him like what the fuck like what was that it was hilarious it looked like she jumped off the top rope of uh like a wwe ring or something that's hilarious yeah before we in the show before we in the show i just want to get michael's thought football season is coming up obviously i'm a diehard brown fan Matt's a Steelers fan. Connor's a Bengals fan. Michael's a Bengals fan. What are your thoughts Who on the upcoming go, Bengals season? Gotta go with the Bengals. Yeah, you optimistic? Uh, yeah, about I'm the, optimistic. The Do you honestly Always believe optimistic. that, though? You honestly believe the Bengals are it? Sure. Sure. Uh, sure is not, not <laughs> I'm, gonna clip, I'm <laughs> clipping that. <He's, laughs> sure. Matt, Matt, recap. Matt said you think the Bengals are going to be good, and he said, sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, Record prediction? Anything? <clears throat> oh, I have no clue. No? Okay. No clue. That's fine. Every time I do that, I'm completely it's, wrong. So. It's, it's We're already started at a disadvantage. AJ Green got hurt in Dayton, Ohio. Welcome stadium. Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. They practiced there, and he got hurt during the practice. They blamed the field, you... but they tested the field beforehand. They... No, no, I'm not blaming him on Dayton. I'm if you actually watch, If you watch the video, it's actually the cornerback's fault for falling on him. There's supposed to be no contact, and he uh, went a little too hard on the AJ Green. But, hey, I'm heading up to Cleveland tomorrow. I'm going to the preseason game. We're staying the night, um, and we're going to training camp. We're doing a tour of the facility, so I can't wait. Um, Hoping to meet Baker. You're touring the practice facility, aren't you? Yeah. It'll be a fun day, especially with the team they've got now. So I'm going – we're touring at 1.30. Practice starts at 2.30. So obviously the players are going to be there. So I'm ho- I'm hoping to run into a, a guy or two. Yeah, that'd be and, cool. uh Yeah, if they, I wonder if they'll take you to the locker room. I hope. So. I mean, I'm touring the facility. I, I would imagine. I'd I imagine that's a big part of it. Yeah, I feel like that's where the players would be. Taking like. Carter to his first game. Um, so it'll be a good time. They play this weekend. Uh, yeah, preseason, pre-season. tomorrow. Tomorrow, I'm going to yeah. the preseason game tomorrow. And then we're staying the night. And we're uh, going to the, are they the practicing tour the practice. next day though? Yeah, they are. It'll probably be a light practice, but yeah. Already. Yeah. Yeah. Pre-season, pre-season starts, starts tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but hey, that's the end of the show. Go Browns. Um, we appreciate you joining us here, Michael. Um, and we appreciate everybody listening to the show as always, Apple podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. Um, we had a big week last week, like I said, with Tanner joining the show. Appreciate him the week before we had Trevi on. Appreciate him. His new song's doing great. Caught a feeling you can listen to that anywhere. Um, as always follow the show at caveman media, follow Connor at real Connor gray. You can follow Matt at the park ranger and follow our guest at Mr. Underscore M24, and that is Instagram <laughs> or Twitter. Um, and follow me at Sports at Ohio. We appreciate you guys listening to the show as always. Um, give Jordan a shout out. Give Brack a shout out. They're not here, but hey, they're still part of the crew. And uh, thanks, guys, and have a good weekend. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb and the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Fed to the rules and I hit the ground running. Didn't make sense not to live for fun. Your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking the back streets? You'll never know if you don't go. 
You'll never shine if you don't glow Hey now, you're an all-star Get your game on, go play Hey now, you're a rock star Get the show on, get paid And they say it gets colder You're bundled up now, wait till you get older But the media men beg to differ Judging by the hole in the satellite picture The ice we skate is getting pretty thin The water's getting warm so you might as well swim My world's on fire, how about yours? That's the way I like it and I'll never get bored Hey now, you're an all-star Get your game on, go play Hey now, you're a rock star Get the show on, get paid Don't go 